Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different, different. This is NOCO FM. and girls and welcome to another edition of Corbin versus the world I am your hero Corbin David Albaugh here to bring you the greatest tunes of yesterday today and tomorrow on this our second weekend of July and I'm gonna be honest everybody when I was making my Nostradamus predictions for 2019 I was not expecting that one of the biggest arguments we were gonna be having would be about goddamn mermaids but I don't want to dwell on that for right now. I just want to let everybody know that I am currently shaking my head at the current state of social media discourse, but I'm going to let that one simmer on a different back burner for a while. Instead, I want to talk about some other things, some better things, some positive things. For example, I watched a lot of really dope shit this past week. For example, Stranger Things Season 3, super dope, way better than the last season. There was no weird aside where... Eleven ran off and hung out with those weird mutants from another movie. That was really awesome. It stuck to the same narrative. It was really colorful. That was really great. I cried like a child at the end. I can't tell you why, because the spoiler police will arrest me. But Stranger Things 3 was great. I watched the entire thing, I think, in like a 36-hour span, which I think is how all Netflix or streaming series are supposed to be digested, according to... FDAA regulations. And if you think that Stranger Things is a little too pedestrian for your evolved, sophisticated art school sensibilities, then might I suggest the new Nightmare Circus that Ari Aster uh, unleashed on the world, uh, which is his new movie Midsummer, which I saw this weekend and absolutely fell in love with. And obviously, I do not speak for the general movie-going populace of America. Uh, I like my movies big and loud and scary and depressing and with people in bear costumes. And Midsummer delivered on all of those notes. There are so many images and sequences in that film that will haunt me until the end of my days. So thanks a lot, Ari. That's uh, two for two now you're batting in terms of traumatic movie-going experiences. Uh, so in addition to our NoCo Patreon, I am also launching my own Kickstarter where we are going to get a new, better shrink for Ari Aster because clearly the one that he has is not working. Enough about films, I also want to talk about athletics, specifically how dope and awesome our women's soccer team is. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar, soccer is a sport in which you kick a ball down a field and there's a bunch of other people who are also trying to kick the ball. Some of them are trying to help you. Some of them are trying to take the ball away and get it into their goal. We're not really wild about the sport, but there are some people across the ocean that really, really, really love this sport. And it should be a big deal here as well because we're so utterly dominant at it. But for some weird reason, the women's soccer team just doesn't get the publicity that they deserve. And I have no idea why the women's team would not be getting talked about in our media 
It's so fucking typical of our media that we have a genuine, huge, feel-good American patriotic moment where our women went across the pond and kicked the shit out of a bunch of other women from other countries and proved that they were the most dominant at running across a field and kicking a ball and being super dope and photogenic. That is awesome, but that is not what is talked about in the main. Instead, we dwell on the, oh, Megan Rapinoe said this about Trump, and Trump said this about the team. Why does everything have to be phrased in the angle of Donald goddamn Trump? It doesn't fucking matter. Our women rule, and our president blows. So, how about next time we do something really well, Someone other than Donald Trump does something really well. We don't make it about Donald Trump. We make it about that person or that group of people and how cool they are. Because Jesus Christ, it's just getting maddening by this point. And I'm going to go ahead and be that guy. It reeks of the goddamn patriarchy that when a team of women succeed at something internationally on a scale that if a male team did it, we would not be done hearing about this male team for the last four years. They would bring back fucking Space Jam and make it about soccer just for that team because it would be the male team. But no, the female team succeeds and it becomes all about, well, are they too bold? Do they not deserve their pay gap? Are they ungrateful? Are they ungrateful? They won an international championship you show them respect it doesn't work the other way around and the fact that you can look or other people in this country can look at a group of women who have excelled athletically and psychologically on a scale that 98 to 99 percent of us could never even comprehend to to look at those women and then demand of them that they need to show you respect that is the fucking patriarchy. That is the bigoty bullshit, guys. <sighs> I'm sorry, I got off to a little bit of a rant on that. That just, that, that, that hits so many hot buttons in the brain for me. But let's uh, decompress Justice Goshi Bosch. Make sure that you pay attention to your local athletic competition because sports do build camaraderie and teamwork and don't let anybody tell you any different. That'll be my wholesome message that I will leave you with. As we go to our tunes, this first tune I'm going to play for you is by this group called Forests. They are based out of Singapore, and they have an album out with one of my favorite album titles of the year. Uh, it's called Spending Eternity in a Japanese Convenience Store. Uh, that is the name of the album. The track is called Kawaii Hawaii, and it is so much math-rocky, screamy fun. So this is Forests and Kawaii Hawaii.
Japanese life She didn't expect to be hearing this tonight Meanwhile, I hear it all happening Through the door, on the phone, in the next room Yeah, I'm listening to you She said, I can't wait your boy priest d d for daddy aka slim and sexy aka double scd slim sexy celine dion or you can just call me pwt pretty white teeth this is your boy dr <laughs> ij what's up everybody this is your girl tiff and we are two dudes in the chick and we are so excited to be part of this noco family Dumb excited super excited and so excited to welcome you guys into our conversation. Y'all can tune in every Sunday at 7 o'clock. Listen, learn, get some of this little... Make sure you say mountain time so the people know. Oh, yeah. 7 mount- o'clock, hey, mountain time. Yeah, we in Cali. We, we got that Pacific time. So turn in on mountain time, 7 o'clock. And um, enjoy us, man. Y'all going y'all gonna to really love us. Welcome back to Corbin versus the World. You just got done hearing Forests and their song Kawaii Hawaii. That is the opening track off their album, Spending Eternity in a Japanese Convenience Store. Followed up, we had Detox Island by the band Diva Sweetly. And rounding us out, we had Swimmers and their song Trash Bag Baby. 
So now that we're back and I'm a little bit more well-adjusted over our musical break, I figure now is a great time for me to weigh in on the Great Mermaid debate of 2019. Social media has been aflame with all of the hot and spicy takes from everyone and their mother, all fired up about the Disney casting in the new Little Mermaid movie. But before I get into all that fun, terrible racial discourse shit, I want to take a second to politely ask all of the executives at Disney to please stop doing so much cocaine. You only have so many cartoons to make into live action and you are burning through them at a rapid rate. So I don't know what you're wasting all your money on Disney, but you need to stop. You need to curb your habit because eventually you're going to run out of animated movies. You've already released what you have Dumbo, you got Aladdin and Lion King that are coming out this year. You've only got so many guys. And then what? You're going to start live actioning Toy Story and Cars and you're going to start doing that uncanny valley shit with us. I don't even want to talk about what Monsters, Inc. might look like in a live action translation. And of course, this is live action in name only. In reality, you've got poor CGI artists who are working 80 hour days in tiny uh, sun deprived rooms and they're only fed like a single scrap of bread, maybe two pieces of bread if they're able to get maybe 10 seconds of animation done that day for the Mighty Mouse. And of course, I'm just speculating on Disney working conditions. I feel like I'm being overly optimistic about that, though. Anyway, let's talk about the controversy, or is it the lack thereof of controversy? Because I'm gonna, I'm, I, I want everybody to to jump into the DeLorean, to jump into the time machine with me, jump into my phone booth, and I want us to teleport back, let's say, 20 years? Yeah, something like that, about 20 years, two decades, uh, all the way back to the glorious grungy 90s. And back in the 90s, if you recall, there was a reimagination of Cinderella featuring Brandy as Cinderella and Whoopi Goldberg as the fairy godmother. And uh, number one, it was dope. I still have that in my own little corner, my own little chair song stuck in my head. So clearly they were doing something right. I have not seen that movie in 20 odd years, but I still have that chorus kind of stuck in my head so they were doing something right with that but the curious thing about that my friends is that they did a race swapped version of a of a cherished fairy tale already and this is the damnedest thing the world didn't end and nobody went apoplectic about it i mean i you know obviously i i i wasn't a flourished adult by then but i don't seem to recall there being any big controversy about that particular cinderella Thing And that, to me, is endemic on how utterly toxic and terrible our social media culture has become, our internet-based social media culture. Because every week, I feel more and more strongly that if someone just accidentally tripped over the wire that kept the internet alive and killed it overnight, I think, honestly, the world might be a better place. Example with this whole racial swap Disney remake bullshit in the 90s. You know, some old racist weird grandpa gets a wild hair up his ass about Cinderella being played by Brandy for whatever reason. So he goes to his bar, he goes to his cafe, he sits at the dinner table with his family that secretly hate him and he complains about it. And that's about as far as it goes. It never leaves that room. But now in 
you know, the 21st century, the land of miracles, the same old out of touch dipshit can can hop on Twitter, which for some reason gives everyone a voice. And he scrawls some misspelled bullshit about how uh, this casting is offensive to him and if this person even exists. And then that tweet gets retweeted by all sorts of different outlets, either pro right wing racist talking points or, you know, the general right thinking population. But that opinion gets repeated and regurgitated and shown everywhere. And so the opinions of some stupid minority that should otherwise be completely ignored in our consciousness, that instead we have so many people devoting countless hours to writing these social media screeds and these essays decrying all of these, to be perfectly honest, imaginary people that are are talking all of this shit against that casting because I'm willing to bet that the opinions that you see being talked about and retweeted ad nauseum, it's the same five or ten tweets over and over again. And these are the kind of opinions, guys, like, we don't spend time talking about the flat earthers opinion. We, we, don't, we don't spend time talking about the people who believe in reptilian. We don't spend time on those stupid fringe opinions. And so, you know, when I, when I see stuff like this come out in such a broad mainstream fashion, and rightfully so, obviously, it's super dope that we have a person of color portraying Ariel. That's dope. That's awesome. I don't see why anyone should have a problem with that. But the fact that, you know, you have people who are who are tilting at windmills and saying, you know, I need everyone who's against the new aerial casting to show their faces so I can unfriend them like that keyboard warrior bullshit. First of all, let's be real, friends. If we've gotten three years into Trump America and you have decided to draw the line at the mermaid thing with your bigoted relative or close friend, then I have to kind of question your values just a little bit because odds are if you have someone that's been shooting their mouth off about the stupid mermaid thing, which is what I'm going to call it from now on, if they're shooting their mouth off about the stupid mermaid thing, odds are they have already shot their mouth off about some stupid shit way prior to this because there have been a lot worse things up to this point. You may have forgotten, you know, because that's what collective national political trauma will do to you. But I promise you, there have been a lot more egregious things that have happened in the last few years as far as race relations go than just some stupid fucking Disney casting. So, you know, if you're going to get fired up about something, get fired up about something that actually matters and not some stupid Disney shit that may as well just be a masked shadow campaign to advertise for the new Little Mermaid movie, which, to be perfectly honest, that's all this bullshit is. So... Get upset about things that are actually worth getting upset about. Stop worrying about imaginary racists on the internet. Deal with the very real racists that you deal with in your daily life. Okay? Okay. Cool. This is Jetty Bones and her song, Jogging.
think that I've been trying too hard. I left a place so close to me.
everybody. This is Adrian from Feminist Hot Dog, and I want you to join me and my awesome guests as we put the fun in feminism. It's true. On Feminist Hot Dog, we explore all the ways feminism makes the world a better place, no matter who you are. So come hang out on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Mountain on NOCO FM. And don't forget, love yourself and love your buns. See you on Wednesday. Welcome back to Corbin versus the World. You just got done hearing Jetty Bones and their song Jogging. Next, we had the band Ings and their song Sond, S-O-N-D-I-N-G-S. Ings is the name of the band. And rounding us out, we had Bellhaas and their song Geraniums Number 2. And they are a very good group out of Denver. Definitely check their music out. I was able to catch a set of theirs at Rhinoceropolis this past week, and I enjoyed it oh so very much. So please, pretty please, with Sugar on Top, check out Bellhaas. Good tunes there. And before I kick you to our next set of tunes, I need to allow just a little bit of time for a public shaming of our governor, Jared Polis, for saying some major, major dumb shit on the interwebs. This guy, Jared Polis, he has the audacity to get on social media and talk about how good Colorado's green chili is, which is already a very debatable point, okay? But I don't want to get into that just yet. You know, I get it, Jared. You're all about the state pride. You want to to talk up the, the Colorado green chili as trashy and watery, and I can't believe it's not salsa verde as it is. But he was talking about it on the social meds because... Apparently, Whole Foods, the paragon of uh, good quality consumables, is going to start stocking Pueblo green chili for their consumers in Colorado, Utah, uh, and other states in that region. Notably not New Mexico, the reason being that their green chili is the dopest, and we have no reason. I say we because I unfortunately identify as from New Mexico. Uh, having spent so much time there, but we don't need to import that ghetto swill into New Mexico. We are quite happy with the green chili that we have, but Polis uh, says that New Mexico will not be stocking the Colorado chilies. They will instead be stocking the inferior, he literally uses the word inferior, New Mexico chili. It's also worth noting that this pedestrian jackamarole misspells chili spells a c-h-i-l-i like holy shit gringo how do you not have somebody to check that on the way out of the social media post but seriously jared i get it okay i okay i don't get it i agree with you politically on so many things but you can't just say that shit in a public forum where people can challenge you on it when you're saying some patently untrue shit you know i'm willing to listen on a lot of things that colorado is good at you know you're really good at the outdoors and you're really good at looking really beautiful and athletic and you're really good at squeezing out authentic parts of your culture so you can attract more brainless californian scum to your state you're really good at those things you don't have to sit and flex about how good your chili is like jesus christ that's like if i sat here on this show and i claimed that i could take lebron james and steph curry in a one-on-two basketball competition that is the equivalent of what jared polis said about flexing about his goddamn bullshit chili because that's what it is jared that's what it is colorado i don't care if the one chili 
in a certain restaurant or in, or in a certain part of Pueblo is superior. If I have to go to a specific part of Colorado and hike up a mountain and pay a blind woman $50 to get this reputed Jesus chili that you claim is so good, that doesn't count. That's not Colorado's chili. That's specific Jesus chili. I can go to a Mick goddamn Donald's in Española and get dope-ass green chili, okay? In the main, I can get amazing green chili wherever I go in New Mexico, whereas I have to go on a fucking Lord of the Rings-style odyssey to find anything resembling good Mexican food in Colorado, to the point where I don't even try anymore. So, moral of the story, don't flex on shit you don't have, Jared. You got enough money in the world. You don't need to have the chili, too. Ugh. Anyway, this is the Serotones and their song, Gotta Get to Know Ya. Till I saw myself in pixels All alone in Los 
afterwards to take a thousand pictures Then you brought a camera and made my female friends are models Now I'm seeing Sophie posing nearly naked by the water
ghosts you lose jobs. The shaking, the puking. Some people shit the pants. You wanna crawl out of your skin. You just don't wanna be alive. Cat and I host No Code Radio, the weekly hour-long show dedicated to spotlighting musicians within the LGBTQIA community. You can listen to the show every Friday night at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time at NoCo FM. That's N-O-C-O dot F-M. Welcome back to this especially passionate and shouty episode of Corbin versus the World. You just got done hearing the Serotones in their song "Gotta Get to Know You." Followed up by Sago and their new song, Neon Me Out. And finally, we had Crack Cloud and their also new song, The Next Fix. So I'm very excited to be hearing new music from them forthcoming. So thank each and every one of you for tuning in for this episode of Corbin vs. The World. Be sure to like us on Instagram at Corbin vs. The World and also to follow our station, NOCO FM, on Instagram as well. Be sure to check out our website and all of our other fabulous, fabulous podcasts that exist on our network and listen to our music stream. I won't talk any more in depth about things because I feel like I've exercised all of my demons for the week. So I hope that you will do the same and exercise any demons that you may have accrued during the week this weekend. So make sure to get your yayas out, my friends. In the meantime, I'm going to play some fun, chill, electronic, summertime tracks. This is Hot Ice in a collaborative track with the Asteroids Galaxy Tour and their song Wave Tang. And then we have a song by House of Feelings following it up. So thank each and every one of you for listening. My name is Corbin David Albaugh. I will catch you all next week. Enjoy the tunes. Appreciate ya. And fuck your green chili.
today Watch your eyes Keep looking backwards Watch your eyes Respect the borders Watch your eyes Follow your orders Don't believe you ever pay forward Watch your eyes Pay for your choices Watch your feet Lower forces
This has been a production of NOCO FM.